Indeed, there are more questions than answers. Like you can learn a lot about a person if you just take the time to inject them with sodium pentahol. <laughs> Hi America, <laughs> hello world. My name is Adrian Lee and I am your host. I'm always disappointed when a liar's pants don't actually catch on fire. Should yeah. I share that with uh-huh. you? Maybe we should lace them with lithium and argon. Jokes on every level here. You can just pick out what you get. I missed That's that all level. We need to do. Welcome to the show. More questions than answers. The only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world. Each week, my guests and I will search the world's newspapers, websites, and TV shows just for you to bring you the very best in paranormal talk radio entertainment and enlightenment. We will then test each other's knowledge of the week's events of the mysterious, strange, supernatural, unusual, bizarre, and just plain weird if you've just tuned in especially to hear the show then i admire your taste if you've just tuned in by accident then i admire your luck i'm huddled under my quilt with a large flashlight and a nice cup of tea with tonight's guests somewhere in the barren wildernesses of the midwest plains with the sound my elderly mother snoring distantly from the room next door Each week we press our ear against the bedroom wall, whatever my mother listens to before she goes to bed, picks and pulls on her unconscious mind and it's the very tune that she snores. Let's have a listen tonight. Zigga, 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 zigga. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna. Wow. They don't rhyme like that anymore, do they? Do you think when we're 90? Jingle bells? Yeah. Do you think when we're 90, we'll all be huddled around? They don't write them like they used to. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, zigga, 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 zigga. No. So snuggle under your covers, turn out your lights, and hold on tight. My mother's Old Spice, by the way. (laughs) (sighs) I love this show. The rules are very simple. Points will be awarded randomly for being interesting or for making me laugh or shiver in horror. Extra points will be available for shock and all value. To help me control my rowdy panel of recidivists and reprobates, I will employ what I have called the inappropriate bell. You've heard it already tonight, but an example of this would be... The panel have no idea what's coming. I have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show, so let me introduce my guests. Firstly, the mysterious and nethervescent Heather Morris. She's been a paranormal investigator for many years with her own team called Hellhound Investigations, and she does all of her best work in the shadows. She is one of the leading audio and EVP experts with the International Paranormal Society and brings her knowledge and research skills to tonight's show. She's also a producer and sound engineer. Heather totally understands how batteries feel because she's rarely included in things either. (gasps) Welcome to the show, Heather. 
<sighs> Did you know I don't feel like one of the crowd? <laughs> I can tell that <laughs> by looking at your Facebook site. Uh, Just no, so... look at... There's very few people standing in your Venn diagram, madam. Stop. Look, glasses, glasses. Oh, you put yours down, but Chad normally has glasses. No glasses. No glasses. This no is uh, straining my eyes through all the reading I've had to do, being an author and everything. Yeah. This is uh, vocational injuries is what's taking place <laughs> oh, right really? now. That's it's right. Strain, this is industrial strain. injury right now is my glasses. I gotcha. Wow. I want to be something really scary for Halloween this year. So I'm dressing up as a phone battery at 2%. No. Mm-mm. Nope. I also wish to introduce the mad and crazy <laughs> <laughs> Michelle Corey. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot to turn away. <laughs> now, why is there blood coming out of Heather's ears? <laughs> well, that's not good news, is it? I'm sure if we push all that back in, it'll be fine. Little, yeah. little stirrup and anvil. There's a whole cornucopia. There's a piece of Lego that went down her ear in 1979 that just fell out. I'm doing you a favour, do you know that? Mm. It's been six months since Michelle joined her gym and still no progress. She's going there in person tomorrow to find out what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, Michelle. Bonsoir. Exercise, I thought you said extra fries. <laughs> right on. Also, joining us tonight is our resident psychologist, as convention dictates, Jed Peters. Jed? <laughs> Jed. Wow. Jed. Jed Peters. <laughs> Hello, Jed. Y'all were you trick-or-treating? Jed Peters this week. <laughs> wow. Chad realised, with the rise of self-driving vehicles, it's only a matter of time before we get a country song where a guy's truck leaves him to. <laughs> oh, good Welcome Lord. to the show, Chad. You'll have to shout out a big hello. <laughs> He's Mike. We've had so much flooding and water in this studio. Chad's mic's no longer working, so you're going to have to shout the answers out and we'll pick them up on our microphone. How many country singers does it take to change a light bulb? Any thoughts? Two. One to do it and one to sing about all the good times he had with the old light bulb. Oh, God. <laughs> well, they're mad, they're bad, and they are paranormal this is season three episode 75 we are crawling towards our 250th episode i think that's going to be in two episodes time no way what i did mention several weeks ago that i like the idea that for our 250th episode we should get members of our quinians our mqt is that what we're mqts our mqts mqts they are got it right you can look at me oddly i said mqts <gasps> No. This was several weeks ago. We have about 100 posts a day. On the back of the fact that I didn't write anything down two weeks ago, we're a couple of thousand deep in posts since people said the reason why they watch MQTA or listen to MQTA. Really? So if someone could find that for me and bring it back to the top... I'd be very grateful is where we are. That's what I'm asking. You lost the thread is what you're saying. Yes. It's buried deep somewhere Mm. in the vault. So if someone wants to go and retrieve that and put a little tick or a comment, it will bring it back to the top. And then I can bump it to the top there. I knew you'd know all of the tech tech phrases is where we are. So someone needs to kindly do that for me. Otherwise, I'm going to spend weeks and weeks trawling through our Facebook posts. But I do appreciate all the posts we get. I just wanted to share that with everybody and we have a listening party right now if you go to facebook if you search for more questions and answers with adrian lee you will find 
a listening party where people are answering the questions we're about to read out. There'll be people sharing gift wars and jokes. There's a whole lot of banter and fun taking place as we speak right now on Facebook. And we get about five to 600 posts on there during the course of a show. And we appreciate those. We read those after the show. So, heralding in the first round is Martin's sponsored chemistry set gong of Yay. infinite knowledge with the test tubes of facts, the fleekers of statistics. What's Stand a fleeker? Back. It's a chemistry term. <laughs> Aren't you glad you asked? Yeah, of it's course. It's a beaker, I am. but with a bit more fleeking, fl- fleeking involved. <laughs> fleek. Stop fleeking! You'll need glasses sooner or later. This points to be won on this very day in 1969. The premiere of the Brady Bunch started on ABC. Fans of the Brady Bunch know anything about the Brady Bunch? Feeling confident, I guess, is where we are. No. That's a resounding no. You want to go back to serial killers and horror. Yes. Well, the Brady Bunch is here. So for the first time in the history of MQTA Radio, I cannot believe that strange, bizarre, and fascinating facts about the Brady Bunch. When auditioning children, what did the crew place on the table in front of them during the auditions? Simple enough question, and there's points to be won, Miss Morris. Pizza. They placed any type of pizza? Pepperoni. That's very specific. Pepperoni pizza in front of the children whilst they're trying to interview them to try and get them on the show. Yes. That's a very good answer. I like that answer. Good. It's a fabulous answer. Michelle, what are your thoughts? What did they place in front of the children when they were auditioning? A severed head. A severed head. That got dark very quickly. Anyone's severed head or just one they dug up from the cemetery? One they found on Hollywood Boulevard. Fantastic. There we go. Ichabod Crane. I have to say, this was exactly around the same time, of course, as the Sharon Tate, Charles Manson murder. So I'm sure around Hollywood there was many heads going around. They could easily find one, I suspect. Chad, do you wish to shout an ounce out in the background without a microphone tonight? How about a camera? A camera. They actually, no one wins the point, but I thought this was fun. During casting, they placed toys on the table as a distraction. The kids did not glance at the toys, were the ones that stayed focused during the audition. And they were the ones they believed had the stamina to work on a TV show. There you go. I auditioned once for a part of an amputee in a play. I don't know if you knew that. Not many people know that. I do have a distinguished career in films and acting. If anyone wants to see the film Cottonwood, I played Dr. Johnson. Oh, boy. I read the script and thought I'd signed up for a porno, I have to say. There was two nurses. There was a hospital room. I was Dr. Johnson. I was disappointed when I turned up and I was playing a psychologist and they had everything there for me. But this is true. The casting director said, I don't think you have what it takes for the role. And I said confidently, I could do it with one arm tied behind my back. (laughs) Good times. Florence Henderson, who played Carol Brady, also had an odd audition. She couldn't find anyone to do her makeup until she stumbled across what on the set. Difficult times. You're there for your audition? I would have to say... Uh-huh. That she stumbled across uh, horror makeup. Horror Yeah, makeup. special effects. She tent. stumbled across special effects. Yeah. Makeup. Yeah. And that's going to get her apart in the Brady Bunch, is it? Yeah. That's a great answer. It's wrong, but I don't <laughs> care. Do you want to spread your chips liberally? You're happy to stick with that. Well, I thought you were going to actually ask what else did she do, and I thought she squeezed the Charmin with Mr. Whipple. 
I have no idea. I know the, the words that you just talked to me, I do know individually, but put together in a framework of a sentence, that mean nothing to me. I have no idea what a Mr. Whipple is. <laughs> in Britain, that's a type of ice cream, I think. I'll have a Mr. Whipple with a 99, a flake, some sprinkles. Some Don't sh- squeeze the Charmin. Or Mr. Whipple, apparently. Yeah. I have, am I being rude? I have no idea at this stage. Am I being rude through osmosis? Probably. You going to enlighten me or just let me live in the darkness? I like the darkness. Go yeah. on. Michelle. What did she do when she couldn't find makeup? On set, she found um, a child's paint set. A child's paint set. These are very, very good answers. Better than I could do. Chad, shout out an answer. What do you think? Uh, took makeup from another actress. Took makeup <gasps> from another Clown actress. I am going to give Miss Morris a couple of points. Ooh. Think about where she is. She's in yeah. a film studio. 1969. Yeah. I'm going to give you a couple of points, but. There's a little bit more. Any thoughts, anything you'd like to add? Famous TV series of 1968-69? Something she may have stumbled across while she was trying to look for makeup, perhaps, in the horror? Yes, it was a kids' TV program. Um, what is it? Puff and Stuff? Stuff and Puff? Again, Snufflepluff? I understand the individual <laughs> words, but the sentence... <laughs> I'm going to put you... I think the Twilight Zone was well and truly ended by the late 60s, perhaps. <laughs> That was more of a 50s show. She gate-crashed the Star Trek makeup room <gasps> and she ended up sat between William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy. No, Nimoy. That's what happened. Yes. You say potato, I say potato. Nice. Remember, don't let anyone with bad eyebrows tell you anything about life. Yeah, no. I live by, live by those uh, edicts. This is what we need to be. I will give you a couple of points, Heather. You are now Thank in you. a fantastic two-point lead. But all is to play for as we jump into the next question. What one thing did the Brady Bunch not have in their house? There you go. Simple enough question. Shouldn't cause you any problems. A clock. Points are going a-begging. They didn't have a clock in their home. Nope. No clue what the time was. Nope. It would be difficult to have a clock, wouldn't it, on set? Because you'd have to stop, start, stop, start. You'd just see it whizzing around backwards and forwards in the distance, wouldn't you, on the wall? Yeah. Yeah, that's a, again, these are great answers. Fantastic answers. Michelle. I know, wrong. They didn't have this in their house. Television. They never had a television. Chad, what are you thinking they didn't have in their house? There's got to be a certain kitchen appliance. Um, A microwave? A microwave. They never had a toilet. There was plenty of scenes in the bathroom. Six kids, one bathroom, no toilet. The network was was uneasy about having a toilet on camera. There. I'm sure we've done a show where we read out where the first toilet was on TV. The first one they ever portrayed. I'm sure that rings a bell in the back of my mind. We'll have to do some research and find that for you. What medical issue did little Cindy Brady, who's Susan Olsen, suffer with on the set of The Brady Bunch? The little girl. Measles. What did she suffer with on the set of The Brady Bunch? You are going with every known malady of childhood illness. Diphtheria, scarlet no, fever, no, no, no. She had berry, berry, dengue fever. Chicken pox. She had chicken pox. Yes. Michelle, what do you think she suffered with on the set of the Brady Bunch? Epilepsy. Epilepsy. Chad. How about lice? <laughs> How about lice? Why, thank Bed you. Bed bugs. <laughs> oh, my. We're now moving on to parasites, apparently. Ticks. Let, let me... <laughs> yes, I've got a few of those from working with you. What... 
I'm going to give you a clue. She got this by being on the set. This wasn't something she brought with her. It was something that got given to her. Oh, I thought it was part of the show. Yeah, no, me too. No, you in said. real life, the question was, what medical issue did little Cindy Brady suffer on the set of the Brady Bunch? Allergies. Allergies. Want to go around again? I mean, we've got another 45 minutes. Um, You're still going with chicken pox and measles, are you? That was me. But... <laughs> Epilepsy. Epilepsy. <laughs> Epilepsy. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it or I'll come over there and clock you. <laughs> she was blonde, but not blonde enough, apparently. So they bleached her hair and it all fell out. She was less blonde in the second and third series. If you're observant, her hair fell out. Right, I know what I'm doing. We're not messing around. Wow. When bald people wash their faces, how far up do they go? (laughs) These are the things that keep me awake at night. Unbelievable. On this day, exactly one year ago, in 2018, we lost the fabulous Burt Reynolds. So, for the first time. Burt Reynolds. (laughs) So, the first time in the history of MQTA Radio. I cannot believe that strange, bizarre, and fascinating fact about Burt Reynolds. Reynolds! It's catching. <laughs> Everyone's got Tourette's. I used to take some pills. <laughs> yeah, I recommend you go back on them. Burt <laughs> Reynolds! Reynolds. <laughs> they this were is descended very quickly. <laughs> I'm going to check and see if we haven't got some sort of boiler playing up that we've all got carbon monoxide poisoning right now. <laughs> and they were they were called old school multivitamins. Yes, and they and gave the you g- an erection. <laughs> and the guy looked like Burt Reynolds, so I always... Every morning I have to take my Burt Reynolds pill. Burt Reynolds! He looks like Ron Jeremy crossed with Burt Reynolds. It was, the love child. And how's that working for you? We're great. (laughs) (laughs) Good times. There's a show in here dying to get out. He actually turned down some incredible roles, and I'm going to write a list for you now. Han Solo he turned out. James Bond, he took. Imagine Burt Reynolds as James Bond. That giggle. Oh, my. <laughs> John McClane in Die Hard, he turned out. Really? R.P. McMurphy in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, he turned down. <gasps> Edward Lewis in Pretty Woman, he turned down. He turned down a lot of roles, didn't he? Wow. There you go. So, having said all of that, how many times did Reynolds turn down his role in Boogie Nights before he relented yeah. and told director Paul Thomas Anderson that he would? do it and someone will win the points because the closest person win. seven miss five. morris has gone for seven michelle shouted out five chad shout me out a number Three. miss morris has won the points again tonight he turned the roll down eight times <gasps> before relenting he didn't want anything to do with that initially that's because of my pills that's because of your Bertie Reynolds pills. Bert Reynolds! Which still sound like some sort of strange dieting finagling from Eastern <laughs> Europe. Where did they come from? Moldova or somewhere? I don't know. Give me lots of energy. Yeah. The Ukraine. Yeah, don't go urinating at the Olympics anytime soon. You won't pass the tests. <laughs> what was odd about the dance floor in the nightclub that Bert Reynolds owned in 1970? Or in the 1970s? He owned a nightclub. It wasn't very successful. 
it closed down after a short period of time. But it had a very unique dance floor. I just need you to tell me what was on it. Carpet. Carpet. Yeah. So it's like a nylon carpet on a 1970s dance floor. There was people wearing dray nylon that were going up. <laughs> There's another one. Yes. There's a guy standing Lighting in the corner. sparks, with giving a, people shockers. Giving them the shocker on the dance floor. I didn't see that in Greece. Wow. You wouldn't want to. No. It would go up. <laughs> there we go. Straight up to the knuckle. I don't even know. Wow. So you're saying yep. there was a nylon carpet. Absolutely. On a 1970s dance floor. Yep. Red. Red. <laughs> With everyone wearing nylon. Yep. Uh, and bell bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> Love rockets inside. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's ridiculous. That is, that's your answer, is it? Yeah. It had a carpet. Yep. Michelle, what did Bertie Reynolds have Reynolds. on the floor of his 1970s nightclub? Nothing there, is there? A kayak. A ca- of course he did. <laughs> rock the boat, then rock the boat, baby. Rock the boat, then tip the boat over. What kind of design was that carpet, Miss Morris? Was it like the local casino? or Shag. Shag carpet. Shag. Yeah. <sighs> Wasn't Shag. that good of an idea for a nightclub? Because and that's why they it would, closed. They would drip drinks all over. It was terrible to clean. Yes. It's my guess. Cigarette burns, yeah. chewing gum, bodily fluids. They couldn't fluids. risk. Yeah, yeah. Shad, what are your thoughts? What was on the dance floor? A picture of himself. You are 100% correct. Shad will win himself some points, despite the fact he has no microphone tonight. He's having to shout his answers across the room. Rest assured, Amazon will be bringing us a microphone shortly. But all the flooding and condensation and the problems we're having plays havoc with our equipment. But it was true. He had a stained glass dance floor. Not just a portrait of himself, but a stained glass portrait of himself. Dang. Last weekend, Michelle drank so much wine that when she walked across the dance floor, she won the dance competition. Heck yeah. That was then, but this oh. is now as we enter our favourite part of the show. It's the Mailbag! Mailbag! Mailbag. We love the Mailbag. With Bert Reynolds. Bertie Reynolds. <laughs> wow. Some drink flew out of Chad's nose at that very point. I tell you what, I'm going to I'm gonna jump in here. Lisa... Yeah. Has sent us, good oh friend, God. Lisa and John, good friends, patrons, oh. and supporters of the show. Thank you. She's given us a bag here of zombie <gasps> Skittles. I'm going to hold that up to the camera because we are filming ourselves and we'll talk about that very shortly. We do film ourselves in the studio. I'm going to open them now because I think it's time for some candy. I love candy. With the Halloween theme, you're going <gasps> to let me know. Oh, they're coming a range of Halloween colours from green through to orange through to brown. So there's a few for you. you. Oh, some got away. There we go. I'll have a couple myself. I'm going to pass those across the table. But thank you very much. We love receiving all of your goodies and all of your presents and yes, candy. Thank so you keep so that much. flooding in. That's going to mm. keep us sustained for a while. What are your thoughts? Delightful. It's not the end of the world, Kinda is it? Kind of weird, the one I got. Oh, my. That was unexpected. That's right? sour. What color is that? Let me, what, what, what color have I got? Look. Green. Green. It's in my mouth. It's green. What color did you eat? I don't know. I'm going to try a... I'm going to try an orange one, I think. That was unexpected, wasn't it? They're very sour. I quite like them. The purple ones aren't the same green. No. I don't have a purple one. Okay. Oh, wow. I can see what you've done there. That's very kind of you. We appreciate that. What do you think, Miss Morris? You happy with those? 
Yeah, I don't have a strange color, but I love them all. I remember the first time I tried a sour in this country. I'd never. They don't exist in Britain. I tell you where I was. I actually went to see the last Indiana Jones film. Was it The Crystal Skull or something like that, or The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? Yeah. I bought a bag of sours. I didn't know what they were. I started tucking in in the dark. And... <laughs> there you go. Three people had to pull me off of the seat. It was terrible. I was stuck there. Terrible to do. But thank you for that. We appreciate that. Lisa has also posted on our wall, best way to go into work, laughing all the way, Aww. listening to your show. Aww, and she you. tells me that she nips out at lunchtime, sits in the car, and listens to our show at lunchtime <laughs> awesome. as well. Your job must be terrible. We appreciate oh, yeah. you doing that. But she can follow us, and you can follow us as well on SoundCloud. All of our shows over the last six years. Oh! Oh, my! <gasps> okay. Oh. That was a cockroach. What did you eat? Which colour was that? I'm not telling you. Miss Morris has just literally oh. gagged down my ear. That's that took a, a while burst. to kick in, didn't it? Oh, no. You have no idea. What flavour? Is there like a trick one in there? Yes. There's a trick one. Didn't you read the bag? <laughs> <laughs> so that was like... So ultimately, we've just played Russian roulette. And you got the one that tasted of earwax. Oh. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> well, we got a little bit more than we bargained for. Usually, I get the have another one, one, Michelle. <laughs> Is there sausage and dirt? That's awesome. I didn't know that happened. Nice. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh. I'm just going to randomly eat those for the rest of the evening. God. Oh, that's fantastic. I've never seen Morris's face go that colour. Well, I wasn't expecting it. The other ones were so good. Yeah, they were so good. <laughs> I need to know what colour that was. I've got a whole selection laid out in front of me here. Which one? Now, I've already had... Now, they could slip in one. Yeah. I've already had an orange one, right? Yeah. So a if I go one. for another orange one, I should be safe. No, they're mixed in. They're all mixed in, are they? Yeah. It is literally Russian roulette. Yes. This is awesome. We're going to eat not these. great. I was going to go on to say before Miss Morris vomited oh, down my ear and moved everything around. My brain rattled around like a walnut in a cup being shaken about. But if you go onto SoundCloud, search for MQTA Radio. You can follow all of our shows. Listen to them back to back. They're all there for you for free over the last six years. And if you like us on SoundCloud, why not press the little orange love heart? Show us how much you appreciate what we do. And you actually get a little bit extra as well. Would you like to tell our fabulous... QTs, MQTs. Look at yeah. the face on Morris. Look at her. I'm still trying to get that taste out of my mouth. Describe what that tasted like. Uh, earwax. Oh, okay. Well, I nailed it. See, I'm sorry. I had earwax. When? In that damn jelly bean. Yes, we have. We're had... going to be getting more of that. Perfect. Would you like to tell our listeners yes. as I try and gather everything back together like a box of whoppers hitting the floor in Walmart? Eat another Skittle. I'm going to work my way through them. All right. So on Patreon, if you join, you can get videos of us. This is like a the deer hunter. Time. Look, this is like the deer hunter. Who's going to take? Who's going to take the orange one? Who's next? You told me to get this in line, and you're sitting there munching away on Skittles. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that tastes great. Anyhow, so on Patreon, you get the episodes extra, extra, extra early and extra long. So you'll get an extra 20 to 25 minutes of the Not For Your Mother segment, as well as get to see us on video when and if that's put up. And also episodes that have never been aired. And 
plays, audio plays that yes. we've done. There's some fabulous things on our platforms, that's for sure. And if they pay a dollar and go to Patreon, search for MQTA Radio on Patreon, you can pay a dollar and get all of those things. And we have many, many fun things scheduled for in the future we for do. just our Patreon We need to listeners. sit in the studio for about five or six hours and just yeah. read through all the stories we haven't made it through in the last year. We and interviews we'd like to rack yes. up as well. I know so many people. I know yeah. authors and actors and film directors. I know so many people. We should be using that. Darth Vader. Uh, Reynolds. Bertie Reynolds. <laughs> and Reynolds. Yes, that's going to be virus seance at this From stage, you. isn't it? Via <laughs> me, yes, we're gonna we look for a possession there at some in point tash. in the future. You're gonna be possessed by Bertie Reynolds' tash, tash. apparently. Yeah. Good luck with that. Nicole has written, I'm lucky I can listen at my desk with my headphones in at work. That is Aww, luck. Thank you. So thank you to Nicole who's in South Dakota there. Heater in New York has posted. Good friend and follower does the most amazing. Hi graphics. Heater. Love you, Heater. Great to hear a fresh show straight from the Sanctum. Wow. Yes, we did yes. do a show from the Sanctum, didn't we? Great interview with Scott, who was uh, the leader, of course, of one of the team leaders of the International Paranormal Society. And I love your enhanced investigative descriptions of your ghost hunts. And Crypticon. We had many recollections and stories from Crypticon last week. Some of them were very, very funny. There you go. And with Heather. He likes your story. Oh, well. what is that? And with and her. With her. And with her. You yeah, know, yeah, she yeah. came along. She was let her off the leash. <sighs> Lisa added, it was a great show. Loved every single minute of Yay. it. And I must shake you warmly by the throat when I see you again for giving Miss Morris a bad... It was terrible. Nasty. M&M. I'm going to... Yes, not good news. I'm going to no. lick each one of them I to see what they taste, taste like. Can you? Mm. We're on live. If you want to catch us 10 p.m. Central Time on a Friday night on the Dark Matter Network is the way to go. We have 100,000 listeners in 190 countries all over the world. I also want to thank Elizabeth for her Photoshop skills last week. Each one of us is sat in the back of a fire truck. Yeah. And there must be a town or a state or a county called Horny Town because they're, yep. we're all riding in the back of a fire truck. I missed and it. And on the side, it's called Horny Town. Horny Town. We will find it again for you and we yeah. shall bring it, Bump it back to the bump front. It, bump Sam it. has also posted... Hi, Hi, Sam. Sam. He wants a new drinking game. He said, can we drink when Heather says, what's wrong with you? Oh. While the rest of you make deviant <laughs> suggestions. Not a bad idea. I think that's a great idea. That Why not? True. I'm happy to add suggestions to the drinking games. It's now the Bell Bunk Snort on What's Wrong With You drinking <laughs> game. What's wrong with you? We have a Facebook site. I mentioned it at the top of the show. You can go to Facebook. All of the stories, all of the banter, the jokes, everything's on there. And much much more if you go to more questions than answers with adrian lee i have a twitter account at adrian underscore lee underscore tips you can join me on there my latest book only came out last week of course <gasps> ghosts and ufos connecting paranormal phenomena through quantum physics you can get that on amazon and all good bookshops and i did an interview at crypticon mm-hmm. a couple of weekends ago now yeah. if you go to youtube type in now you know with Adrian Lee, and you'll see me talking about my latest books and my scariest moments and some of my favourite paranormal investigations. I've also got a couple of talks coming up. If you wish to see me, buy a copy of my book, get a signed copy, hear me talk about the book. I've just done a fantastic slideshow presentation. I will be in Morton at the Historical Society in Renville County on October the 10th at 6.30. That's a Thursday. And I'm actually at MUFON in Minneapolis. MUFON 
at the new Brighton Community Centre. That's October the 12th on Saturday, and I believe that starts around one o'clock. So you're welcome to come along, get a signed book, hear me talk about my experiences of UFOs, quantum physics, collective consciousness, and ghosts. I did a paranormal investigation last Saturday. Yeah. There's a team in Iowa called Apex Iowa. A couple of fabulous ladies. They investigated the historical society grounds in Morton in Renville County. They've got an old church there, St. John's Church, from about 1891. They have several schoolhouses. They've got an old cabin that dates to 1861. There's not many buildings older than that in Minnesota, is there? No. So that's only a couple of years older than the state itself. But we had a good time. We got lots of evidence. If you go onto their Facebook site, that's Apex Iowa, you'll see videos of us doing walkthroughs, you'll see videos of us during the investigation. There was a couple of things that came out of that that I thought was very interesting, and our listeners have said they like me talking about our paranormal investigations. We were in the old schoolhouse building, and it looks like a typical, stereotypical schoolhouse of the period, just a square building, pointy roof, very Victorian, big boiler in the back, all the rows of desks. Imagine the teacher at the front with an apple, there's a big poster of George Washington on the wall and we were in there and they brought a little ball with them like a child's toy as a trigger object i guess and they tried to get the child's spirits to interact with the ball and they had a laser thermometer and they fired the laser thermometer at the ball and they asked the ghost children if they could drop the temperature in the ball and in a five minute period and we've got this on film if you go to their facebook site you'll see this within a five minute period the temperature dropped by about six or seven degrees and you could see it going down wow. in increments of point degrees. And then when we finished the experiment, the temperature went back up again. I thought that was fun. I run a ghost box in there as well. They said there were seven students in there and they gave me their names. And I did some maths questions and some of the questions they got right. And some of them they got wrong. And very briefly, we was in the church. And psychically, I felt there was an old lady arranging the flowers in there. And I could see what she looked like. I could see what she was wearing and what her features were. And she told me her last name was Franks and that she was arranging the flowers and that she came from Olivia, which was just down the road. And the church was originally from Olivia. They brought it at sort of a couple of miles an hour all the way down the road. And they moved it back in the day. And then I turned on the ghost box and she came through again and said her name. So I've been psychic, got her information, turned on the ghost box. She's given me the same information, but now everybody can hear it. And because we were investigating at the museum, when the vigil was over, we went into the archives, went through the obituaries, and there was a Franks family that lived in Olivia in that town. So we right. need to do a little bit more research. But that's perfect, isn't it? Yeah. You get the psychic skills corroborated with the equipment, which is empirical evidence, and then you go and actually find the woman in the archives that you weren't previously aware of. This is how things should be done. Makes me very very happy. Michelle's yet to score. I'm yet to score. Heather's scored a resounding four. Chad has shouted his way to a two as we run into the first round. That is Ghosts and the Hauntings. A team of ghost hunters have captured what they believe are haunting images, showing a shadowy figure standing next to a noose at an abandoned mental asylum. The group of paranormal investigators believe they caught the proof of the afterlife. After a visit to Paul Park Asylum in Ruffin, North Wales. They also captured chilling video footage of growling and screaming and noises similar to that. Made their way around a dilapidated 200-year-old manor. They were hearing all of this. Beth Hooper 
32 who run Spirit Walkers said they only discovered the image of what they believe could be a ghost standing by an open window once they returned home. The six-strong group had gone armed with specialist equipment, including night vision cameras and EVP devices. Well, an EVP device is a DVR, isn't it? I would assume so, yeah. Mama 3 Beth of Chester said, We were filming through a broken window and I just can't explain the growling sound I heard on the film. She was hungry. (laughs) Next. We do say, before we go on paranormal investigations, we do make ourselves well hydrated and eat before we go because a growling sound in a damp, dark building that echoes. Two weeks later, when you're doing your evidence review, it's amazing when you plant back and you hear yourself saying, Is anybody there? And then you hear, Uh, and you think the gates of Hades have opened up and it's an elemental that's non-human but it was actually Morris because she didn't have any dinner that's right nobody would feed me it's about one minute and five seconds into the footage and I thought what the hell is that also got those screams on an electronic voice phenomenon it was quite disturbing people have said to me they can hear the sound of torture if you picture the mental asylum and what might have happened there That might explain it. It's just a horrible sound. I've been there several times and have heard voices and footsteps. One girl said she felt a nurse was standing right there in front of her in the dark. It was quite disturbing. People have said to me they can hear the sounds of torture or any of the Spice Girls back catalogue. We'd also heard reports of an ex-patient there who thinks he's a Roman soldier and who marches up and down the corridors and throws stones at people. Mm. I was glad Mm. to get out of there in the end. But then, when we did see that noose hanging from the window that we hadn't spotted with our torches or flashlights before we went in, it wasn't until I lightened the picture later that we saw what could be a figure in the window. It was very, very creepy. I'm sure. The spirits could be trying to send a signal of the pain they went through there. My team say spirits are drawn to me because of my bubbly personality. Oh, give me a break. They use our energy, so maybe they like me for that. The spirits Uh, say on Ouija boards that they like me, and I'm like a mother to them. (sighs) Beth set up spirit walkers four months ago. (laughs) (laughs) So she's experienced. She's an an expert. She knows what she's doing with her EVP devices and her Ouija boards. (laughs) (sighs) The team uses a host of gear from cameras and night vision equipment to more traditional ghost hunting equipment like dowsing rods and Ouija boards. Graphite sticks wrapped in <laughs> wood. wood. <laughs> tin <foil>. A little <laughs> rubber tip. <laughs> Write something down. This rub is, that rubber on it. It goes away. It's like ghost writing. That's that one of the best <laughs> North Welsh accents I think I've ever heard. There'll be people in Carnarvon tonight <laughs> celebrating your action. Beth added, some teams claim every piece of footage they get is paranormal, but Uh we're not like that. No, (laughs) no. A mental ghost on the loose, or it's just a noose. You decide, go to a Facebook site. More questions than answers. Oh, there you go. I was waiting for that for the entire story. I was saving it. I was dragging it it out. It never came, but it came through. Right at the very end, I should give myself two remarkable swinging by the gallows points. Miss Morris, as we gallop into your story. With the headless horseman. I didn't pre-read this one. Oh, you've done nothing, have you? <laughs> you were too busy making alcoholic beverages for your libations and tonight. Eating crappy candy. Ooh. Perfect. Well, 
read it out cold would be my advice. Let's go Let's in go raw. Let's go cold. Let's go in cold, <laughs> shall we? You ready, Michelle? Uh, the owl, I feel good. Yeah. The almond of Monan Smith has been the subject of folklore since the 1920s, but there haven't been any sightings since 1976. So recent, then. This is the recent news we're doing. Hold it. on. There haven't been any sightings since 1976, oh. which would imply that there has been sightings. Okay. Currently. Currently. Let's hope so. Fingers crossed. <sighs> More than 40 years later, Lee, mm-hmm. ghost hunter Mark Davies, claims he's caught the infamous character on camera. In the footage, Mark and a friend can be prowling around and seen the spooky, spooky thing that was there in the graveyard, which lies behind a gate with a dramatic looking inscription <gasps> i need to have a gravestone that has a dramatic looking inscription please what yep. would that inscription be i told mm. you i was ill is the way to go isn't it something yeah. like that what are you looking at nice yes <laughs> yeah. it's always violence with you isn't it it's yeah. always violence it always goes that way it reads actually the what country is this it's Cornish. It's Cornish. Of course it is. What was I thinking? <laughs> I suppose it was a bit ridiculous thing to do. What with the weather being so bad and all. Give me a meat pie and fish. Meat pie and fish? Wow. Yeah. That's the... some mushy peas. M- mushy like peas. Mr. Poldark. Oh, there we go. At least you're in the right county there. At least you got that right. It actually means it is a good... Oh, whoa. it is good to draw nigh to the Lord. That must be near, huh? Why yes. did they just say near? Because it's in old ink. Because it's in Cornish. Because <laughs> it's in Cornish. Cornish. That's right. Cream Cornish. Cr- wow. <laughs> you can get a cream tea or you can get a Cornish pasty. Oh, yeah. But I don't think you can mix them all up. Yeah. Mark holds out a spiritual detector. <laughs> must go. be like one of those EVP machines. <laughs> the other thing. Matching. <laughs> the machine. You know, the machine with the knobs. I'm going to ban colorings in here. First there was a ban on alcohol. Now now colorings. I'm going to go. I've not tried a brown one yet, so I'm going to jump in. Here we go. That's always good. Mm, lovely. Tasty brown. Perfect, yeah. Uh, lovely. Well, anyway, Mark holds out a spiritual detector and pans his camera around the graveyard, asking if any creature lives here. Then, in the corner of the frame, a ghostly figure can be seen. But when Mark goes to investigate, (laughs) the apparition had vanished like a puff of air, and he could find no more trace of the Owl Man. Dun, dun, dun! That that turned at the end. Wow! He He can see you coming. How many licks does it take? To get to the center One, of a lollipop. Two, three. <laughs> you're both mad. I have absolutely no clue what you're talking about. Sorry. I swear 50% of this show has passed me by. Chad's spitting out candy. I think he stumbled across one. Oh. Don't show him the color, Chad. Throw it on the blue. floor. Blue. It's blue. Don't touch the blue ones. <laughs> We're learning. Chad took a bullet in that round. We sat here scoffing candy. Three, three of them. He got three in a row. <laughs> <Jeff's trying. laughs> 
<laughs> Law of Averages said that my pile should be good now, so let me put another one in. <laughs> there we go. Lovely. According to local folklore, two teenage girls once spotted the figure while on holiday in Mountain Smith, near Faymouth, Cornwall. Falmouth. Foulmouth. Fa- <laughs> Cornwall. <laughs> yep, that'll be Foulmouth in Cornwall. <laughs> One day they walked down to an old and remote church more than a mile from the village center. There the two teenagers saw a terrifying bird man with wings <laughs> and feathers on top of it's, the church tower. Big Bird from Sesame Street. <laughs> big Bird's gone rogue. <laughs> He's gone rogue. I hope they don't poop. No, that would be <laughs> terrible. They saw hooters on top of the church. Yeah, nice. yeah. The story says that they were so scared by the sightings that their father decided to put an end to their holidays and leave Foulmouth Cornwall immediately. In July of the same year, two 14-year-old girls decided to go camping in the area but spouted a giant owl of human size with glowing eyes like Skittles. Someone's running around drunk in an owl Skittles. costume, aren't they? Yep. It was Burt Reynolds. <laughs> You're done. Is there more? Oh, there's more. Oh, for the love of Well, God. Penny Salisbury said, I haven't heard Salisbury. it. Salisbury. I haven't heard it mentioned for years and years since it first happened, actually. And it was a media event of all time. People were scared to go to church afterwards. So What's an owl ever done to anybody? I What's he going to do? Bring wisdom and knowledge? Yeah, you keep that wisdom and knowledge to yourself in Cornwall. <laughs> You'll be bringing electricery next and indoor toilets. <gasps> I know. The owlmen look quite menacing from the pictures and drawings made by the girls involved. Mark, There's a guy running around with a mouse costume on that's very, very scared right now and unhappy. Mark Davies, 47, from Foulmouth Cornwall, was in the graveyard with his friend Chris Power, 36, from Manchester. Hi, Helen and Brian. Mark said, there's ley lines which are under the ground near the church and they give off paranormal activity. There was a hissing in the trees and you could hear it flapping. Those flapping owls. I heard it go right over my head, and like I was shocked. Yes. That's when I saw the figure, and it had horns on its head, and it was mad and wanted Mises. <gasps> Two pieces. Yes. It's not a place I would advise anyone to go, and certainly don't go alone. Let's put it that way. Don't go. To uh, church. Yes. Because of the owl man. It's a public information service. Do not go to church in case a man in an owl costume... With feathers. ...attacks you. Yes. Haunted with... owl, or I'm starting to scowl. <laughs> you decide. Go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. If for some godforgotten reason you want to actually look that story up and read it properly. <laughs> Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of ghosts and hauntings? <laughs> A dog appeared to have been dragged backwards in the dead of night. Freaky footage has shown. The bizarre video has caused mayhem online after viewers believe nighttime footage captured paranormal activity. In the clip, the small dog is seen standing in the dark looking around a house. Standing what? Like on four legs or two? Four. Okay. Yeah. Seconds it's later. It's important to get the image pictured yes. in your mind. I didn't yeah. know if it was a circus dog. Trick dog, yeah. yeah. I'm circus sized, if that helps. I got like that. A circus peanut. 
<sighs> I need more to drink. Or another Skittle. Mix the two together. Yeah. Mm. Seconds later, a loud sound, much like wind, echoes, and the dog is seen being aggressively yanked backwards. The video has since been uploaded to Reddit by user UJuniorSis, who captioned it, Caught in our living room camera. Listen with sound to the whoosh before she hits the bathroom door about three feet behind her. Viewers soon flooded to comment where many claim the dog was being pulled back by a spirit. One person said, that was violent. A second said, something clearly pulled her back and fast. That didn't look normal at all for a dog that suddenly turns to take off running. Poor baby girl. A third person added, she was definitely yanked back by something. Man, that is really wild. But not everyone believed that there was paranormal activity behind the video. Some thought it was... Bunk. <laughs> if you're playing the bell, Bunk. <laughs> and yeah. snort drinking game. I'll chip it up. You head it into the back of the net. You are now welcome to have a shot wherever you are in the world. I should give you two fantastic points, Michelle. Thank you. Phantom yanking dog or for the love of God. You yeah. decide. Go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee as we enter into the round. That is UFOs and cryptozoology. It's green men and hairy beasties. Strange shiny gel found on the dark side of the moon by a Chinese probe. China's lunar rover has found a mysterious gel-like substance on the far side of the moon. How do you know it's gel? I'm coming to this. It's a jelly substance. Runny brie. It's a runny brie on the dark side of the moon. <laughs> the moon was made of cheese is what we're... This is the statement we're making tonight. You heard it first on MQTA radio. Despite 150 years of science, we still believe we're in 1860 and the moon is in fact made of cheese. Yes. <laughs> the U-22 rover made the discovery when it rolled over a sticky area at the bottom of a crater that was made from a recent impact. China's space agency has described the substance as a gel with a mysterious luster, ectoplasm. Mm. The agency hasn't revealed what the moon jelly might be. Do Runny some moon, do some moon jelly. That's Lovely. my stripper name. Moon jelly. <laughs> oh, nice. Great. I thought it was Jade Lagoon. I changed <laughs> You've it. changed it. Of course she has. She's growing. <laughs> That's right. After the OFP, she had to change her name. <laughs> According to Space.com, the material could actually be glass created from the heat of whatever crashed into the moon to leave a crater and it has formed the face of Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds! The discovery! He's the man in the moon. The discovery of the shiny substance was actually made back in July, but the Chinese space agency hasn't released any photos of yet. However, they have described it in the rover's drive diary. I like the fact that it's got a diary. Yeah. Woke up this morning, mum was mean to me. Gavin stared at me on the bus, made me very unhappy. Found some strange gel on the dark side of the moon. <laughs> The gel was said to stand out because it was different in shape, colour and texture to the rest of the crater. The Uta 2, also referred to as the Jade Rabbit 2, and I believe Michelle has one of those in her bedside cabinet, examined the crater with its visible and near-infrared spectrometer. This technology is able to determine the chemical composition of a substance by analysing the light that reflects from its surfaces. It won't be able to tell for sure if the substance is a squishy gel or hardened molten though further analysis is still needed. Squishy moon gel, or what the hell? You decide, go to our <laughs> Facebook site. 
more questions than answers with Adrian Lee. Michelle, are you going to squeeze in a story for me in the round of The Strange and the Bizarre? We're going to jump into I am, that. because this makes me think of Heather. Perfect. A maid of honor who was told that she could wear anything she wanted to a friend's wedding. Shock guests when she turned up in an inflatable dinosaur costume. Wow. That's yeah. not just what they wanted in their wedding. Exactly. You're, I'm not getting enough attention at your wedding, yep. so I'm going to dress as a are. dinosaur. Yeah. Talking to Reddit. She's not going to catch the bouquet with little stumpy arms like that. Knock, knock. Who's there? Well, it's not the Tyrannosaurus Rex. He can't reach the door. <laughs> the legend of Chris shared a snap taken at the ceremony where the bride's pal can be seen making a rather spectacle of herself. While the bride and groom say their vows at the altar, the wedding party uh, traditionally wears formal wear. But standing pride of place is the bride's right-hand woman dressed in her ostentation fancy dress Austin costume. Powers fancy yeah. dress costume. Captioning the snap, the Redditor wrote, when the maid of honor doesn't grant you enough attention. <laughs> She's never going to wow. catch the bouquet, is she? Let's face facts. No. Sharing the photo herself, she wrote, when you're the maid of honor and told you can wear anything you choose, I regret nothing. Do you know... You know, you turn up to where and you think, I might get off with one of the bridesmaids. And there she is, dressed as a Tyrannosaurus Rex. And you're like, oh, hell yeah. That's oh, the yeah. one. Right That's there. the yeah. one. But they're extinct, so she's going to say, not tonight, I've got a headache. <laughs> this is what killed off the dinosaurs. Oh, however, fellow Reddit users had a mixed reaction to her quirky ensemble. One commented, hopefully she spoke with the bride beforehand, or she already knew that the bride wouldn't mind. Um, others, however, thought it was awesome and several admitting that they wanted the same thing at their own nuptials. That's ridiculous. Why would you want that? Have we got time for one more, Miss Marsh? Are you going to squeeze one in for me? I have to. Oh, I yes. have to. Go on, then. It's important okay, to Okay, I see what you've done. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Yes, we're poised. We've been waiting for this Do for it. a while. <gasps> Again, multiple witnesses have reported seeing a large primate <gasps> lurking in the streets of the southern state of Texas. Hey! And how do they tell the difference between that and the locals? Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I can see where you're going with that. The creature which has <gasps> been described by some as a monkey. Monkey? Monkey? A monkey? monkey. Yes, or my ex, <laughs> has been seen on numerous occasions in the city of Santa Fe, with one witness even claiming it tried to make off or make out with the cat. <laughs> wow, the cat sat there minding his own business. Monkey! Monkey man comes along. It's Elf! It is Elf! Yep, yep. See? Yeah, that was your stomach earlier. Another witness, Patricia de la Mora, called the police in early hours of Monday morning to report that she had seen a large primate, or my ex, from her window after hearing strange noises outside. That's sad. Run, Patricia. And Trisha. the cat needs to make a bolt for it as well, I Run. might add. I looked he never writes, the... you know. You know, I looked out the window, and I see... It was in there. It was like this big monkey. You know, the monkey. A big one. It was hairy, that monkey. 
And I was scared from its People hair. really do need to pay a dollar and watch this show on our video camera right now. I tried, I've never seen such monkeying around. He tried to find something. I'm sure, yeah, he was monkeying around. He was trying to find stuff and stuff. And, and then he looked over there. Started swinging in a tire and throwing his own defecation. And around. then he looked over there. And this I is don't a monkey, know what he right? Was, yeah, he was just looking. He has eyes. Well, I didn't believe her, but then I saw her face. Oh. I love this show. And then he looked over there again because Adrian interrupted me and he's still looking. And then I closed the curtain and I said, no more, monkey. No more. And no, I said, no Done more. Done with no your more. monkey ways. Monkey. I didn't want him to see me in my Burger King t-shirt with my fries. Yeah, monkeys like fries. The natural food of the monkey in the wild is the fry. <laughs> According to reports, officers searched the area for an hour, but failed to find any sign of the monkey. However, the very next day, they received another report of someone else <laughs> driving a car, living he's nearby. Hot, he's hot wired a car. <laughs> Bloody he, hell, that guy's ugly. Look at him. He had it? a fry coma. <laughs> <laughs> and this person said, I just had a monkey <laughs> try to attack me <laughs> while I was checking my mail with a banana in my hand. Well, that was the first mistake, wasn't it? <laughs> Damn monkey. I almost got my letters. So then I spent the last 20 minutes in my car listening to... The monkey. Of course he did. <laughs> yeah. So, as before, no evidence of the creature could be found because he was a ninja monkey. Well, did he get a, a ninjury? <laughs> <laughs> Residents have since been warned to stay away from the animal if they happen to encounter it. Efforts to track it down are still underway. So, look for the monkey. And what became of the monkey monkey? We now enter the round that we call Not For Your Mother, which means you've come and found us on one of our platforms or in the archives. Thank you for coming to find us, searching us out. Why not cut and paste the link and tell the whole wide world on your social media that you're now listening to the Not For Your Mother round and the world's only paranormal news quiz show. This is a round we cannot read out on air for fear yeah. of being removed. But in the archives on our platforms, we can say and do whatever we want. And we killed Chad. And yeah. Chad's been murdered. Chad's dead. He's dead and now. Yep, we'll, Chad's uh, dead. We're dead. We got him to sign a really decent life policy, yeah. life insurance. So what we'll was be... it? What would what did you call him? Jed. 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 He's been all sorts. He's been Todd. Jed. Jod. <laughs> Jod. Jod. Where's Chad? It's in the middle of Africa, surely. Oh God. Funny times. This is around that if your mother's of a nervous disposition, if you have small minors in the room, it may be well and good that you remove them. You have been warned. Mm -hmm. One in four of us have had a sexual fantasy about a cartoon character a new study has found. Mm. Sexual psychologist Dr. Justin Lee Miller surveyed more than 4,000 Americans for his book, Tell Me What You Want. Bet they're all men. To uncover more about their sexual fantasies. He found that over half of participants had fantasies about a fictional character from a book or a film. I'm sure there's a few ladies out there thinking about Mr. Darcy as we live in the room. Who? Mr. Why, Mr. Darcy? I'm undone. Why, Miss Bernard? <laughs> who's Darcy? Yes. Well, who's Miss? Who's Darcy? Yeah. Is he? Who's he? Bennett? Pride, pride, Darcy? and prejudice. 
reading was something that happened to other people at school, wasn't it? No, you said Jane... cartoon characters. Oh, no, Austin. that was only part of his study. He said he yeah. found out that people have fantasies about fictional characters from books or films, like Burt Reynolds. Oh. He's real? Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I like Lestat. Thank you. I have no idea who these people are. Anne Rice. Still no idea. A third had fantasized about a mythical creature. The beast in my panties. See, that's my niche for writing about that porn stuff. Such as a vampire, a werewolf. Oh, I love them. Merman. <laughs> I think you're going to be... Merman! You're going to be disappointed if you get a merman. Because no, I mean, if that's a fish, if that's a fish from the waist, you want a fish from the waist up. Surely is what you want there. That's disgusting. It's the I don't way. want any of that. Centaur, maybe. Yeah. Well. <laughs> wow, you jumped my in. My centaur would end up being a freaking donkey back. <laughs> donkey. Donkey. Perhaps, perhaps he'll be a, on the center spread. <laughs> a pony. <laughs> Pony. Miniature pony. That's oh what I'd end up you know, with. The midget, I still think you're going to get spoiled. Midget horse. If you get a midget horse. I, I don't think you're going home disappointed still. No, it's much bigger than my ex. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, a third had fantasized about a mythical creature. A quarter had fantasized about a cartoon character. And one sixth about sex with an alien. Oh, that's just rude. Unless you're talking V terms. I was thinking E.T. I mean, he's got quite long <gasps> fingers, isn't he? Just what are you talking about? Oh, my. They're not handsome. Lee oh. Miller explained in his blog. Superman's an alien. Yep, he yes, is. he is. Well spotted. Nice. The people... That green woman from Star Trek. <laughs> oh, just me then. Okay. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> He explains in his blog that people are attracted to fictional beings because of their need for sexual novelty. I got some novelty condoms once, but unfortunately the novelty wore off. He says humans are susceptible to something called the Coolidge effect, which refers to the fact that we tend to show less arousal to the same sexual stimulus over time. In order to counteract this tendency, we need to continually introduce novelty into our sex lives and imagining sci-fi scenarios is just one of many ways to accomplish this Ooh. did you not tell me at crypticon and i kicked myself for missing this go on wasn't there a woman wandering around with barely any clothes on with the x-men character? yeah you missed it oh. somebody for the costume contest as i was closing down my stall was running around as mystique with a band-aid bikini on i know Fully painted, by the way. I thought it was a Smurf when I first saw I didn't realise. I like the idea that every man's walking around with like a blue hand. Where have you been? I've not yeah. been anywhere. Nowhere. Why are your hands blue? Ooh. In a popsicle. He goes wow. on to explain that those with a fantasy-prone personality who are susceptible to daydreaming are more likely to have this sort of fantasy. <laughs> Fantasising about fictional beings are also more likely to be had by those who are uncomfortable with intimacy and have emotional closeness. With characters offering an emotional distance. Mm. Dr. Justin Lee Miller from the Ball State University. Balls? Indiana. Did you say Ball yes, State? Yes, Balls are in a state. Yep. University has previously revealed the six most common sexual fantasies. Oh. Doesn't list them, though, unfortunately. Oh, what? We're going to look that up. Dr. Lee, Lee Miller told the Sunday Times Style magazine you can learn fetishes for almost anything you can think of. Furries. 
I'm thinking, and we don't need the list, do we? Common sexual fantasies can be things like tied up and... Furries. Fur, yeah, people running around the woods dressed yiffing. as mother. Yipping. Yeah, again, words that I, you know, yiffings. I taught you that word. I mean, not literally. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the last time we're going to be the little lamb and little bow peep. <laughs> Drunk Kai Mary, it's your turn next. <laughs> Feeling abnormal or weird is one of the biggest things that holds people back and creates anxiety that is very disruptive to our sex lives. Not I want to make me. it easier for people to have these conversations. So, oh. we're going to have these conversations now. Okay. Do it! Do it! Sexual fantasies, cartoon characters, top of the list has got to be Jessica Rabbit. For you? Well, Betty Rubble. I mean, I'd do you, Wilma, but I'd be thinking uh, of Betty. Oh, good <laughs> lord. Bugs Bunny, dressed as a woman. Oh, do you know when you pull the shower back and she screams? Or he screams. I've lost track of where I am. It's not only cross-species. There's a lot of problems in that, isn't there? It's an animal. It's cross-species. Yeah. It's male. It's dressed as a woman. It's transgender. Rabbit. I, I, I'm going to have to sit in a darkened room and think about why I fancy Bugs Bunny dressed as a woman. There's a lot of can issues it, that are coming out of that. Can I bring up something real quick? Kind of off-subject? No, I need you to tell me who you're I, fictional... I, I need to think about that for a minute. So while I think about that, let me... Right tell you about something i watched the other night oh, which was go. very disturbing which was the alec baldwin roast, roast. and i saw <laughs> what the heck is her name bruce jenner, jenner. yeah um is it caitlin no. caitlin yeah, jenner. Caitlin yeah. jenner oh what a car crash well she's 69 years old to be i fair. don't care but i she... mean she has the body of a decathlete at the end of the day yeah the, no what about the face it's terrible yes she's, terrible. she's and uh, I, was... had a lot of surgery done and not well i would suggest it was you put the lotion on the skin it was bad they can only do so much I suppose. Yeah. But I'm just saying it was bad. Don't watch it. Yeah, it looked like one of my G.I. Joes had been left too close to the fire. <laughs> oh, yeah. That wasn't yeah. good, though. No, no. That was... I admire her bravery, and I think she's I fabulous for do. doing all of those yes, things. But yes, absolutely. It, it was it, it, she bad looks, work. She looks... She looks... I tell you what, <laughs> I had a friend when I was at school. <laughs> I won't give his name away, but he was a strange lad. And, uh, Go on. I used to say hello to him in the street. He lived in the same street as me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then one day, I was walking along the street, and I hadn't seen him for a few months because we'd just left school. And uh, he was wearing a pink boa. He had leopard skin top on. He had a bigger chest than my mother, and she's currently sporting double G, I'm led to believe. Oh. And uh, I said, hello, how were you? Because I knew who it was instantly. Yeah. And he said, I want you to call me Louise from now on. But, you know, some... People look really good dressed as a woman. He looked like he was in drag, unfortunately, but he seemed very happy. I'm well, pleased for the guy. Yeah. Not causing me any bother. No. no. So, you've managed to deflect this. You've I had did. time to think. I have. I'd like you to tell me fictional cartoon characters that you think you're attracted to. Cartoon now? Is they it, can't be outside that paradigm? Is it Barney Rubble? You can, is it uh, no, Huckleberry Hound? I will go really far back until um, I was just learning about, uh, well before puberty, but I was attracted to... Peter Griffin. 
No, I was attracted to He-Man until He-Man. I found out he had other tendencies <laughs> on YouTube, which I saw repeated several times. Yes, and, and he looks like a load of walnuts shoved into a condom. I didn't know that when I was seven. No. But I did it for you, He-Man. By yeah. the power of Grayskull. He was big and strong, and he had a big sword. And, and he, ginger. And lightning, and, ginger. Would, <laughs> and lightning would strike it. He wasn't ginger. He was blonde, wasn't he? Yes, he was blonde. Who are you thinking of? I don't know. I think you were thinking of his sidekick. That was some sort of tiger that was green. No, I loved him too. I had that tiger. Oh I loved it. I also collected all the Voltron lions oh but rem- well not all of them i only got the green one which was the little pusty guy and i really hated John him again i have no clue what you're talking about i'm sat <laughs> I, here i was one of the big knowledge. black lion and nobody oh, would good god <laughs> i i think it might be time to wrap this no. up <laughs> wow i feel we're learning a lot about you this evening <laughs> I really did miss that. I don't course you did. One. Yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> well, Santa would... may be good for you this year. <laughs> Nobody if could... you promise to be good. Nobody could find me the big black one. Well, we'll, we'll see what we can really advertise. Him. You couldn't make why the you, rest why of you the make that statement without on... the big one. Yes, that's black. right. Why don't you mention that on Facebook and see what rolls in, shall we? <laughs> no. See what comes along this Christmas. <sighs> Anything you'd like to add, Michelle? <laughs> Aquaman, I think, was your yeah, shout, wasn't Aquaman. it? Good old Arthur Curry. Yep. Yep. What, the old fashioned cartoon? <laughs> yep. Really? That did it for you, From the it? Justice League. Aquaman. Yep. That's interesting. Always I always like the sexy. announcer. Meanwhile, <laughs> back, back at, at the Justice, Justice League. League. <laughs> you watch far much, the too much of TV. Justice. That's fantastic, isn't yeah. it? What have you got for me tonight, Michelle? Sorry, guys. Big feet don't mean your penis is supersized. I I don't know. I've got a big feet and a big penis. It don't matter. Does it? <laughs> wow. Most people know the phrase. You know what they say about men with big feet? Big shoes. But is this cheeky saying true? It's a little cheeky. Yes. Scientists set out to see if the old wives' tale of big feet equaling a whopping penis was accurate, and men with big shoes may no longer have reason to brag. So clowns, in effect. Yeah. Wow. So just because the clown's got big feet doesn't mean he's well endowed in the twig and berries department. Right. That's not funny. It turns out from a 1993 Canadian study... So recent, then. Yeah. ...that there was no strong correlation between the penis and foot size. Scientists noted... Height and foot size would not serve as practical estimators of penis length. This was supported by a similar study done across the pond in the UK in 2002, with researchers concluding the supposed association of penile length and shoe size has no scientific basis. However, there may be a body part that could be an indicator of your penis size. Well, here we go. Ready, boys? Yeah, I've got it. Your weenus. Toes. My toes. Mm-hmm. Hammer toes. Can't touch this. <laughs> did it, did, did it, did it, hammer toes. Ew. According to Target Map, Britain's average erect schlong is from 3.5 to 5.8 inches. Well, that's disappointing. Yeah. But research from London Clinic International Andrology 
has slightly different results. This may be because they asked a thousand men to reveal their own size, which could have led to a few extra inches being added. And they found the average penis length in the UK is 6.36 inches. That three, that point three six makes all the difference, doesn't yeah. it, Michelle? Right. Yeah. Men with the largest members live in Wales. Oh God. <laughs> That's they have they're, a whopper. That's because they're, they're tugging them all bloody day long. That's why they've stretched them. <laughs> Nothing to do in those villages, in the mountains. No TV reception. The coal mines uh, are closed down. Cold winter evenings. The mines. In Abergavenny. <laughs> Great. With all the, the bubbly women are out doing paranormal investigations. Oh, I wish I could say that train station name. Yep, I've got no chance. Oh. I'd like to buy a vowel, please. Yeah. With... The average size in that region measuring 6.56 inches. At the bottom of the table with the smallest penises in the UK is the East Midlands. Okay. Where's that? Birmingham. Birmingham. Feeling a little bit poorly, actually, because I've been tugging me willy. So all the Beatles had small willies? No, that's Liverpool. Yeah. Oh. Another two hours, two and a half hours north of there. Well, they sound puddlyan. east midlands average length is 6.11 inches it's all the pollution yeah that's what it is in 1999 a korean study found that the circumference of the penis was slightly correlated to the length of your first and third toes oh first and third toes i'm gonna have to have a look hang on although a slight link occurred It was deemed to be a weak indicator. Scientists wrote the human body index, including the size or characteristics of body extremities, is not enough to predict the penile size. Meanwhile, in Greece, it was found that there is a statistically significant correlation between the penis length and the index finger. Wow. I bet people all around the world at this very minute listening to this show are currently got their shoes and socks off. And are now looking at their index fingers. You're welcome. Wow. So there you have it. Next time someone brags about the size of their trainers, you may want to take the connotations with a pinch of salt. Based upon my own research. Yes. <laughs> Look at my toe. Or get in the car and go. You decide. Go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. Based on your own experiences, Miss Morris. Yeah. Of what? toes that survey is incorrect and the original statement stands big shoes yes wow we're learning a lot about you this evening you leave this show with more than you arrived with some of it you don't want to leave with you've got no choice have you it is you can't get rid of it miss morris you have the last story of the evening in the round the week or not for your mother i hope so or i'm gonna look like an idiot I mean, I've given you a big build-up. I've given you a bit of an intro there. Yeah, you have. You're ready to go. You ready? Yep. It's no secret that when it comes to a woman's period, most men are pretty clueless. That's right. Turn on the elevator music. But one man's joke has proved just how little members of the opposite sex really know about a woman's time of the month. Ah. And don't forget about the sanitary products that must be purchased to help with the cleanup. Get the bucket. Oh, God. Here we wow. go. A woman. Don't named do it, Morris. Do not God. do it, Morris. Brogan 
Paget, Paget, whatever, recently asked her boyfriend, Lewis, to nip to the shop and pick her up a box of tampons. Please get me some of those clot stoppers. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I want to boil them up and get high. And make, and some, tea. make some tea. Some damn tea. Some period tea. Ah! Some blood clotting get love. On with it. Give me a shot of that stuff. You still going? Maybe. I'm working my way through Michelle's collection of Skittles. But when he got to the shop, he wasn't sure which ones to buy, because he was clueless. Buy them all. As there are several different types and sizes of the plugs. So he sent his partner an absolutely hilarious message. Because when you go in, literally men, if you go in and you look at all the nice feminine hygiene cleanup Hang on. If you want a job done properly, if you break a few plates, you don't get asked to do the washing up. Well, if you're a super sensitive, wonderful human being that would like to help your girlfriend and or wife, then listen on. If you're not, then go sit with Adrian in the corner. Wow. So, yeah. And his hilarious message follows. Lewis sent his girlfriend a snap of two boxes of Tampax Compact. One was yellow end of regular tampons and the other was green one of super sized like i said when you go into walmart shopco lewis drug whatever it's a wall it's literally a wall i get confused it's a wall so he sent a snap and alongside this he asked do you want the lemon or the lime oh god Citrus flavor. <laughs> so Brogan shared, <laughs> shared a screenshot of the amusing message on Twitter, captioning it, When you ask your boyfriend to buy you tampons. Her post quickly went viral, garnering over 752,000 likes and more than 109,000 retweets. Many women were left laughing at the tweet, as was I. But the responses showed that some men really thought tampons were flavored. Flavored? Were flavored. Either lemon or lime. Do you want lemon flavor? (laughs) Do you want the the smell of pine freshness? Lemon makes better tea. Or do you want lavender? (laughs) That's terrible. Lemon or lime. It's like those little pine trees you have to put in the car. The point they were making is that clearly we need to do more to normalize the talk around menstruation. Everybody should know about it. You should talk about it. You should bathe in it. I made that last part up. One lady commented, showed my boyfriend this, and he says, wait, are there really different flavors? Yep. Grape. Minty minty freshness. Grape. Grape. Yeah. Yeah. Grape ape. Chicken. (laughs) Barbecue. Barbecue beef. (sighs) Pepperoni. Ketchup. Bacon. Oh, my. Well, now we're winning. Bacon's the way to go, isn't it? Surely. There'd be a lot more action downstairs if there was a hint of bacon wafting through the air. Oh, if you say roast beef, I swear to God, I'm I not, will come over there we'll just... Wow. Another confused user said, wait, so these are not flavors? Jesus Christ, this is confusing. I mean... And a third added, at least he's trying. Give 
the man a round of applause for getting your tampons, wrote someone else. Any man who is willing to go and get some girlish goodies for his lady is a keeper. Lemon or lime or grape? Wow. Monthly period pain or I'm never going shopping? Again, you decide. Go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee and you will find the story for yourself in glorious Technicolor. Well, all good things come to an end. So let's look at tonight's scores in last place with the K2 meter and the dead battery. It's Chad who scored himself a two by shouting out some answers a little earlier. He gets a noose and a bubbly Welsh woman, so that will come in handy. In third place tonight is myself. I got as far as four. I get some handmade hand gel and a Chinese meal for two and a slab of cheese. That's going to make me very happy. In second place tonight is Michelle who managed to climb her way to a rather slippery six. She gets two weeks in Cornwall with an owl in a hole in the dark. <laughs> First place runaway resplendent winner and getting the $33,000 IR camera tonight is Miss Morris, who made her way to a dizzying round symmetrical bottom heavy eight. She gets one week in Cornwall <laughs> uh, yeah. with a backward dog and a monkey. Oh, And a rotten skittle. And a woman dressed as a dinosaur. Everybody's happy. But do not fear, listener. Remember, we are back with a whole new bunch of stories next week at the same time. And I would love for you to join me for a fun and informative journey through the world of the paranormal, strange, intriguing, bizarre and weird. Please tell your friend and family about the show and feel free to contact me anytime via my Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. Remember, we're available on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn and every other platform you can think of and why not jump over to soundcloud right now search for mqta radio and you will find an extra 20 to 25 minutes of filth in our archives you've been listening to mqta the only paranormal news quiz show anywhere in the world with your host adrian lee we are the very best in paranormal news radio entertainment the light before the darkness my gratitude and greatest thanks are extended to Lorna Hunter, Heather Morris, Tom Drainer, Chad Peters, Michelle Corey, and all at the International Paranormal Society, IntParanormal.net, and all of the show's sponsors, including the Lakes Area, Paranormal Interest Group, and Move of Minnesota. It just remains for me to say thank you for listening, and remember, be interested and interesting. Good night. <laughs>